0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Orsley, the Toxic Mold Expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 54 The Importance of Pumps. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, what's the connection between pumps and mold?
1: Uh, for the most part, the if a pump fails or they don't have a pump and they have a moisture intrusion event, they have no way to get rid of the water. So, ah. So they don't get rid of the water, which elevates the humidity, and mold has to have what? Three things to grow. Sorry. We're going to test your knowledge. <laughs> no, you're not going to test our knowledge. Why don't you <laughs> share with us what those conditions are? So to have a mold infestation, we have to have the mold spore, which yep. you're never going to get rid of. Yep. Mold gotta, spores are naturally present.
0: You've got to have their food.
1: Yep. Which is what?
0: Cellulose materials.
1: Perfect. What's the third thing?
0: It's got to have humidity, 60%. Yep. The moisture. Yep. yep. There
1: you go. See?
0: There you go. I knew. Was, <laughs> that was good. You're way smarter than <laughs> you thought.
1: So if... Did I answer your question? So the lack of not having a sump pump, that's why it can lead to a mold problem. When we see mold issues, let's say in a crawl space or in a basement, nine times out of ten they needed a sump pump or there was a sump pump there, but it just didn't work. It was either defective or it was improperly installed. Um, Another concern with, with that kind of stuff, obviously water can cause... One other major thing on a home, and that's structural damage. Oh, that's right. And that's why I say, and I, I've probably said it in our podcast. I know I've said it in books, but mold is the mold, or not mold. Water is the most destructive thing to a home because it can cause structural issues, which is very expensive to deal with. If you think mold's expensive, try dealing with a foundation <laughs> issue. Um, so it can be structural and mold. That's why we always say mold, water is the most destructive thing to a home. And you have to have that water to start the mold issue.
0: So do you think most people, um, because I I don't think I think about pumps. So do most people not think about pumps because they assume that they have whatever they need pumping water out of their homes and systems?
1: You know, when I've dealt with clients, they they didn't really know anything about it. And so it's kind of hard for me. I mean... It, it's funny the the type of clients that you know we run into i either run into to a client that is ocd and they check all this stuff and deal with all this stuff but there's a mold issue in their crawl space or there's a you know a mice problem it just it's kind of funny how that works um but then there's other people that they're just kind of clueless they're like oh well there, there's this black thing out in the corner of my house with the lid on it and i've never checked to see what it does and i i'd look at them and say well is it plugged in? Well, I don't know. So so I think, you know, you can have one extreme to the other and for the most part and then you have the people that are they're just handy. But it's something they need to go check. You know it's something we bring up in our spring and our fall checklist is sump pumps. But to answer your question, most people have no clue what it is and they just until <laughs> it's it's kinda like life in In uh, reality, that until it's a major issue, nobody does anything, if that makes sense. Well,
0: and don't you think that a lot of people really look at it like my home has drains in it, both out exterior to the home and inside the home? So if water is coming into somewhere, the logic is there's a drain. There's like, there are pipes for water to go through, there are drains. So they don't think about pumps. Right.
1: And and it brings up something like French drains. What's so, a French drain? So a French drain is just it's a drain that it it's what we call just passive, meaning it's not pumped, it's not pressurized, nothing. So French drain, and actually I'm I'm covering this um in in the book uh that should be coming out soon. I'm not gonna say when because well yeah, I've kind of drugged my feet on it. That's the best way <laughs> to say it. But I talk about that 'cause cause it the next book is is building a mold resistant home. But a French drain, what it is, is you can either have it as a footing's drain or like a foundation drain. And a foundation drain's up higher. footing's drain is sitting right on top of the footing. So French drain has holes on the top Mm -hmm. so that the moisture can come in. And then the bottom half of the pipe is sealed. There's no voids in it. So the water can filtrate through it. And, of course, you put gravel around it and then wrap it in a filter fabric Mm -hmm. so you don't get a bunch of debris in there and plug it up. You obviously slope it to, you could slope it, you know, I'm looking out the front window, and you could slope it out there where the dirt grade drops off. Does that make sense? So you just run it out so it has somewhere to go. Or you could just slope it, most people don't have that much room to do that, you slope it into a drain pit, okay, and then you have a sump pump in there, and then it pumps it out. So French drain is, is, it allows water to come in, and then it has the solid bottom so that it can take the water away from the hole.
0: So, should people be asking, or, you know, if they're listening to this and like, I don't even know what pumps we have, should people be looking to see whether or not they actually have any pumps for getting right. water out?
1: Yep. And, and some, there's some places, you know, that have high water tables, and it's common to have three or four sump pumps on a property. I, I mean, personally, I, that's just a contractor that didn't know what to do, and he, tried to address every issue here and there versus just putting one sump pit in there and doing everything properly. But then there's other places that are fairly dry. So let's just say, like, here we don't have a sump pump, and we don't need one. Yeah. We we don't have a high water table. It's a hill. Mm-hmm. The water has somewhere to go. Uh, and I'm not saying they don't have these issues around our area. Not far up the road, I did a, a mold inspection, And every summer, the crawl space fills with water because the ranchers are turning on the water. Irrigation ditches. So, So, yes, to answer your question, most people should know if they have a sump pump there. They either just go down in their crawl space or walk around the house. If there's water constantly in the crawl space and there's not a sump pump, they need a sump pit and a sump pump.
0: And what is the difference between a sump pump versus like a trash pump?
1: So we have the different pumps we talk about, um, especially like in the book, is a sump pump. So a sump pump is in a sump pit. Um, it has a float on it, or should, or it's it's got a pressure switch in it where once so much pressure, meaning the water puts on that pump, it'll kick on. So that's like a permanent pit. Um, then you have a where, trash. Where is
0: it pumping the water to? <laughs>
1: Was it supposed to? or it... <laughs> Well, both. <laughs> so th- that's a, that's a great question because a lot of times, the reason why I said that most of the time they're not pumping it where they should. So <laughs> normally you'll see a sump pump and a sump pit in a crawl space. We always kick them on and test them. Mm-hmm. And then we go outside and they're just dumping the water right next to the foundation. No, so then the water comes right back into the crawl space and all you're doing is recycling water. So, to have it done properly, once again, we talk about grading and drainage all the time. All the time. If you get it a couple of feet away from the house, just a PVC pipe, and your drainage is properly, you're taking it away from the home. Okay. That's the key thing. Now, it's funny talking about that. So, a lot of times, too, I see where some, the discharge pipe, it goes into the drains, which uh-huh. if I was doing the work... And it wasn't a septic tank, so it's just city, goes into the, you know, waste transfer station or whatever they're doing, or treatment plant. I would tie it into that. You're not supposed to. It's against code. But that's an easy way to get rid of the water, is to pipe it into that. Or you can pipe it into the storm drains, which is like your gutters. Okay. But never... It's against code to put it into a drain pipe. If you have a septic tank, never do that. Okay. Cause you're just going to overwhelm your leach your fill. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so going back to a trash pump, what a trash pump is to me it's, it's this same thing to me as a submersible pump, but it's just a little pump that's like a three quarter or a half horsepower. It's a pump that like maybe our listeners, maybe they think of, um, you know, draining a fish tank or, uh, a hot tub. You mm-hmm. just drop this pump down in there. You have a hose that's hooked to it, which is a discharge. You plug it in turn it on and it just sucks the water out and takes it away. Those are typically for like emergency, not emergency purposes, but for special projects like that.
0: Okay. So typically some a homeowner should have a sump pump all year round. No,
1: a, a, a trash pump. A trash pump. Yep. Pump.
0: But should they have a sump pump in their well,
1: house? Well, if you have a sump pump and sump pit, uh-huh. it's permanently installed.
0: Okay, got it. Yes.
1: Okay. The only thing you need to do with those is make sure that the pit's installed properly and make sure you test it because those go out. It's like your garbage disposal. Okay. So does that make sense? Your sump pit and pump, those are permanent. Now, if you live like, like where we're at, we don't need any of those. But we want to have a submersible pump or trash pump, which is pretty much the same thing, we want that here in case water comes in. So it so so does that make sense? Your sump pump's not a you don't pull it out. Well, exactly,
0: movement. it's permanent. But is your trash pump also permanent?
1: No, no. So that's for emergencies. Exactly.
0: It's like pulling out a shop back to exactly. take a them- walk. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. and that's
1: why you know our call to action is make sure you have a shop back as a backup.
0: Exactly. So just- and a little one or a big shop back? Like what size shop back are
1: you recommending? Well, it depends on what they want And yeah, we're not spend.
0: recommending a shop vac because they do not have a sponsored post, but they actually should. Any brand of whatever those vacuums right. are. Right.
1: And it, I, we we did an episode on this, and we had to actually look it up. That shop vac is an actual brand. Brand. Yeah. But we don't even use that brand, <laughs> and I, we still call them shop vacs. So, as far as what size um, for your typical homeowner. Probably no smaller than about a four or five gallon, which is fairly small. Okay. Like the stuff we use for, for mold, we're using bigger ones, like 15, 20 gallon. Yeah. They're big and bulky. And, yeah. But a pack works great. Like when you get scared of the spiders up in the corners, what do I do?
0: Yeah, you, you kill them with a the shop back. <laughs> you know, just suck them up with a back.
1: But you got to make sure you you've duct taped the... The end of the hose when so you're done. Or go right. dump it out because they'll just come right, crawling yes, back out.
0: Exactly. So what is your, your biggest call to action for people who are listening to this and they're like, do I need a pump? Do I need a trash pump? Do I need a sump pump? What do I need?
1: So for a sump pump, if it's a chronic problem, you always are getting water in your crawl space. Every spring you get water in your crawl space, even if it dries up. Here, here's the excuse I always hear. Well, it always comes in around May or June or whenever, um, and then it goes away by August or September. Well, you're still, you're probably, you have a mold problem down there. So, if it's a chronic thing, put in a sump pit, put in a sump pump, pipe it to the proper place where it gets away from the home, and just deal with it one time. Go check it. That's all you have to do after that. If you don't have that moisture intrusion every year, at least have a trash pump, and they're not that expensive. You can buy one for less than $100. They're handy to have. The discharge hose is just a, a garden hose. Um, you can buy trash pumps that are huge. Exactly. You can buy trash pumps that will drain a pond. But our our listeners don't, don't need, need that. that. So if they can go get just a little submersible pump mm-hmm. that's less than a $100, half horsepower, three-quarter horsepower, pretty sure our listeners all have hoses. I hope they do. If they don't, buy a hose with it. You have that for emergency purposes. Now, a shop back. I would hope. Our listeners have them, but it, have one. But if they don't, go buy one, or tell your whoever significant other, your kids, your spouse, your grandmother, hey, I want a shot back for my birthday,
0: birthday, Christmas, Mother's Day, yeah. There's so many holidays to just exactly. pick, one, to pick yep.
1: one. but you should have one. You should have a shot back. And those that have them are probably like, there's people out there that don't. I'm sure there are. Yeah, they're handy. So awesome. make sure you have one.
0: Very cool. And in addition to that one, um, you, you did mention testing the sump pumps often. Can people do consultations with you to talk more about their specific needs of when course. it comes to pumps?
1: Yep. So we do um, phone consultations. I, I, every time we talk about these, I say this: I've never had a dissatisfied customer yet um, or client. It's worth your money. We get a. You, you'll get a questionnaire. You pay online. You get a questionnaire. Sometimes, and I've had issues in the past, but if, if you pay and I don't, you don't hear from me for a week or five days, shoot me an email. Because sometimes what happens is is the, the notification on my end gets sent to my junk folder for some reason. So sometimes I don't get it. But anyhow, you fill out a questionnaire. We try to, for the most part, get all the pictures we can from you and the questionnaire. We try to get to the bottom of what's causing it before we even get on the phone. Then once we get on the phone, I will walk you through, if you have to be installing one, or let's say you have a sump pump that's in a five-gallon bucket, you know, you don't know how much it's going to cost you, you don't know how to do, you know, how to make it drain properly into the crawl space, or from the crawl space to the exterior, so just book a console. Trust me, it'll be worth your money.
0: Very, very true. Well, you heard it. You can find out more about the consultations at www.cnccontractorservices.com. We will catch you guys in the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.